My name is Gareth Rafferty and welcome to episode 22 of Building from the Bottom. This week I wanted to start off with telling you a little bit about why this episode in particular is special to me. The number 22 is my lucky number and the reason anything with a two in becomes lucky to me is because my birthday is on the 22nd of the 11th. Yes, it is in about two weeks time, 11 days to be exact. And so the number 22, not just is it 2211, which I find quite cool because it's halved, but also it's especially special to me because the 11th is my dad's birthday and by the 11th I mean the 11th of August and so for me that's that's a way that my brain has connected me and my father may sound a bit crazy or a bit weird but that's how I see it in regards to where I am right now, it is 2pm in the afternoon, Sunday the 11th of November 2018. And this, my current environment, I'm chilling in some tracksuit bottoms and a t-shirt in my student hall's room with my blind down, my light on, and by myself in my room, on my bed, leaning up the wall of my single bed in student accommodation. You may hear noises from the other people that live in my flat, but hopefully they do not disturb us too much. This week, has been very dark for me. I've been in my head a lot this week, and so some of the things I will talk about in this week's podcast will be very questionable about where I want to go. And sometimes this these questions are quite good to realise and to help remember what path you are on. But that's a bit later on in the podcast. We're going to jump straight in to Monday evening. Monday about 5pm to be exact. Monday the 5th at about 5pm in the afternoon. I was sitting in a lecture. Um, This lecture always runs every Monday from 5 till 6pm. And it's all about integrating marketing communications and making a lot of using multiple marketing campaigns and making them all integrate from one platform to another. Getting off the marketing topic. So I was sitting in this lecture and I had a a message. A message popped up from a girl that's interested in helping me and take over my position when I go to Spain as 
the representative of the business college at the University of Derby. And so she messaged me saying that she was free to meet because we were meant to meet the week before, but then miscommunication and all of that. And so she said she wanted to meet at 6 p.m. And so I was like, okay, I can do that. So straight after my lecture, I pretty much ran down about eight flights of stairs into the open area at the university in order to meet this girl. And then we met and the meeting ran through till about 6.20 p.m. And then I rushed home on an electric bike, which I'm a brand ambassador for, and pedaled as quick as possible to get home. And as soon as I got home, I had a message off a friend of mine called Wills Nash. Um, I'll tag him below and his social media channels. He's a musician that lives in America and he's trying to find his place in the world. Similar to me, he's at college in America um, or if you're English or if you're in the UK, aka he's at university. And so he's trying to make his mark on the world as a musician. And I've known him for about six, six months, I believe. And we've been chatting about a project that we're going to be working on together. And I need him to help me make, well, make me some music. And so it came to about 6.30, 6.35. And that's when literally as I arrived home, I jumped on my laptop and I Skype called him. This call lasted for about an hour, bringing us up to about 6, um, so 7.30, um, 7.15, 7.30. And then this Monday was particularly busy for me um, on the evening because I knew I needed to make food um, for social chain ready for the next day. And so I made food straight after the call. I pretty much ran into the kitchen and made food um, for social chain, which I will explain who they are in a moment. Um, so I made food for social chain and because I have a work experience placement, I have a work experience placement with them on Tuesdays and Wednesdays um, in Manchester. And so I made my food for social chain, put it in the fridge and then made my dinner and then went straight to bed. And so I was cooking for about an hour and a half, which took me up to about 9, 9 p.m. And then once I finished my dinner and then went to bed, it was probably about 10, uh, 10 p.m. in the evening. And throughout the day on Monday, I was nervous because the business social chain, it's been around for just over four years now. And they're a global social media marketing company. They've got over 300 employees. They're named as the number one social media marketing agency in the world. And so I was getting a bit nervous as well as excited because I've never worked for a company that 
is a global company for one or just a, a company that's as successful as this business has been and so I was getting a bit nervous and excited whilst running around making food for my journey in the morning which smoothly runs me on to Tuesday Tuesday the 6th of November where I had a very very early start because I had to travel two and a half hours on the train to go to Manchester and so I got up at about 5am which isn't that bad to be completely honest and I got the train at about six six to half six um but during that hour before I had to go to the train station I wanted to have a shower before going but then I realized that in my student halls they only have certain hours that you can have hot water and most people aren't awake at 5am and so trying to have a shower at 5am when there's no hot water meant that basically I couldn't have a shower because when I say cold water this was like ice cold and so it was very off-putting and it probably would have ruined my ruined my morning and made me a bit cranky in the morning and so I skipped the shower which was quite nice as well because it brought me a bit of time to hone in my focus ready for the day and then off I went on this two and a half hour journey to Manchester arriving about 9.25 using Google Maps to find out exactly which way I had to go trying to get into the office and struggling because I didn't know whether I had to ring a bell or just push the door. Um, but I made it. I made it. It was, it was a fun journey and pushed me out of my comfort zone just a little bit, which is always, always good. And so on Tuesday, um, at Social Chain, some of you may know of the business, some of you may not. But those of you that do, I'm going to explain to you what the environment was like. It was really cool, really friendly, and really like a youthful and fun environment. They have a slide in their office. All of their office is open plan, so they have multiple different sections of the office which covers different sections of the business, but then they have hallways linking to them. Um, and in one of the hallways, they've turned it into a jungle and they have lots of fake plants on the walls and the ceiling. And they have little pods, which you can sit in and do some work. They also have a hallway that they've turned into a train. Um, they've kind of painted the walls so it looks like the subway in London and on that train they've made it like an old-fashioned train like what you see on Harry Potter movies where you have the hallways coming off the main hallway and then you have rooms coming off it and those little rooms were pods which are really cool but you can sit in and work if you need a bit of a private area you've got these hexagons where you can sit in them, there's two on the ground floor, and then you can walk up some steps and there's two above them, where you, it's all like padded, so you can just sit there and do some work, 
and relax. They've got table tennis tables, lots of food that you can have and just go and help yourself. Not just unhealthy food, but also fruit, which is always good because it gives you that extra boost. A mix between modern and quite urban-y environment. And it was overall, it was really, really nice. And it was a really cool environment. I've never worked in an environment like that. And so it was really fun for me. I also learned more about how the business started. Um, I didn't get to meet any of the founders. There's three founders. One of them lives in New York, but travels a lot. One of them lives in Manchester, and I'm not too sure where the third woman, well, where the third person lives. I, I assume she's in Manchester, or maybe she could be in London. I'm not sure. Anyways, um, yeah, Social Chain has five offices. One in Manchester, London, Munich, Berlin, and New York. And so they own they own good locations for offices and they're really well spread. So moving on from that, moving on, on from social chain, um, onto a more social media type um, topic how to become an influencer this came after remembering well realizing that in the contract that i signed it basically said i can't take photos or videos inside because um confidentiality and influencers and all of that being in the offices and so and not wanting to reveal their identity and so it made me question how does a person become an influencer and should you want to be an influencer? Because if you become an influencer, you then have to be very careful about what you say on social media channels and in public, because if you say, you could literally say anything and you could either get a really big backlash or you can get um, a lot of people following you and potentially making the wrong decision for them. And so it made me question whether being an influencer is really as good as it's made out to be. Just a, a food for thought. So moving on to Wednesday, day two. Day two at Social Chain. A darker environment. Um, however, I loved the hustle and bustle of the morning. It was, as I said, it's, it was a lot darker when I was on the trains. The sun came up a bit later on Wednesday than it did on Tuesday. But it's, it's nice to be on a train and either be reading a book, writing notes, doing a bit of work on my laptop and occasionally glancing up to see the sun come up a little bit further. So that's really, that was really nice. And I, I don't really get a chance to see the hustle and bustle of business people running around on trains and through different platforms. But I definitely saw that on Tuesday and Wednesday morning. 
and it was nice especially because yes i was in a rush but i they were definitely in more of a rush than i was and so it was nice to see and just watch from an outsider's point of view sitting on the train on wednesday morning a ticket man came by this is a one carriage train that i get on at about six about half six in the morning and it's a one carriage train and at half six in the morning there's not many people on it but it does get busier and so on this train there was a really jolly and happy ticket person coming around to check tickets offer people the newspapers and just being a friendly face for the business and i could tell by watching this person that he was brightening up everybody else's day which is always amazing to see especially at half six to seven a.m in the morning when your morning might not have gone exactly how you want it to having a friendly and happy and jolly person on a train can make all the difference to the rest of your day and so that put a smile on my face on wednesday morning and it made me think about the influence just seeing someone happy can have on your life and so in future i'm going to try and be more happy and understanding about what other people might be what might be going on in other people's lives behind the scenes that i don't necessarily know i also watched a video this morning on facebook about a woman being being in a mcdonald's queue and she had a daughter in the car and her daughter had dropped her doll in the car somewhere and so the woman driving was trying to pick up this teddy so obviously she was in the drive through at mcdonald's and so she caused a bit of a hold up um i don't know how many cars were behind her but um so she stopped the car and was trying to find this doll for her child who was screaming very loudly and soon after the car behind her the woman was shouting um telling her to move um just being really aggressive and being really sad and so the woman who was looking for that toy for her daughter once i found it when she got to the window for paying she not only paid for her own meal but she paid for a coffee for the person behind her she she could have been really mad and started being aggressive towards her back but then she realized that maybe that woman in the car behind is just having a bad day maybe she can't see her kids anymore because the court have said no to her maybe she's just got divorced you don't know what's happened in someone else's life and so just being kind to people especially on a morning it can make a difference in someone else's life And so I just thought I would share that video with you, um, a little dialogue of what happened in the video, because it made me think a lot.
about what goes on in my life that people don't know about and people wouldn't be able to tell just by seeing me in the morning. And so that that's always, it's always nice to see a bit of kindness in the world. Moving on to Thursday. Um, actually, I'll, I'll tell you a little thing about Wednesday. So on Tuesday at Social Chain, I was kind of managed by um, the guy that deals with equipment. His name's Adam. And so I, I was managed by him. But then he told me on Tuesday evening before I went home that he was not going to be there on Wednesday. And he, he introduced me briefly to some people in the team I was going to be working in and said, go to these people in the morning. And so obviously on Wednesday, after having a very brief introduction, I went over to help these people. Being a bit nervous because I just about knew their name and I didn't really know what I was supposed to be doing. And so when I arrived in the morning, I went over to them, slightly nervous, and I was just like, hi, I'm Gareth. I got told to come and work with you guys today. And so I arrived and it was all okay. We did a lot of good work and had a good time at the same time. Sometimes your brain can make you nervous when you don't really need to be nervous. It's always great to get nervous and then realise afterwards that I don't know why I was nervous at all. I love the feeling of nervousness because it feels like you're making a change or making a difference in your life. And then especially afterwards when you realise that you don't need to be nervous. It's, it's just nice to reflect on, I suppose. <laughs> Might just be me. Anyways, moving on to Thursday. Thursday, I made a post about being too comfortable. Too comfortable with my life and too comfortable with what I am doing at the moment. And this came to me after being slightly depressed and not knowing where my head was at and not believing that I was making a change in my life that's going to take the next step towards where I want to be because when I get myself into situations like at social chain like when I do public speaking every time I do get nervous but I love the feeling of nervousness because you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone just a little bit and it's always a great feeling and so I really want to push myself out of my comfort zone a lot more but I'm still not too sure how I'm going to do that. But I'm working on it. I think me starting a business is pushing me out of my comfort zone. And at the moment, my head is trying to hold me back a little bit. And so I go backwards and forwards a lot in my head, discussing with myself whether I'm making the right decision in the long term. It's complicated. It's really complicated. I also question myself about who do I really want to be? And it's a question that 
I couldn't find an answer to. In my life, who do I really want to be? Do I want to be a big CEO of a company? Do I want to be an employee for a small company, a large company? What do I want to do and what, who do I want to be? And it's a question that I suppose the answer will change through, the answer will change over time because people change. People's goals change, people's motivations change. And so it was something I was thinking about on Wednesday, on Thursday, sorry. It's something I've been thinking about a lot. And to be completely honest, a guy named Stephen Bartlett, who is the one of the co-founders of Social Chain, he pretty much now travels the world and does speaking engagements across the globe, talking about social media, talking about how businesses can improve their social media strategies, but also talking about his journey and how how he dropped out of university at 19 and then became became basically himself and became um, the person that he is today and starting a business, meeting the other co-founders and just talking through his story. And so I thought about it because I really enjoy public speaking. And it's something that I'd love to do more of. So maybe starting a business could lead to speaking engagements across the globe. In especially because it will be in a topic that I'm really passionate about. And so maybe that's something I'm working towards in the long term. Having a global company and doing speaking engagements around the world. Because I would love to travel for work. And not just travel once a year, but travel three times a month, once a week even, I would love to. I would really love to. Thursday evening, I did Taekwondo for the first time. Usually I, uh, for the first time this week, sorry. Usually I train three times a week, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. But this week I couldn't because I was at social chain until about half five and then the train and then by the time I got back it was about half seven and I wouldn't have got there in time and I needed to prepare for social chain for the next day and so Thursday went to taekwondo and boy it was tiring just having one day out (laughs) has an impact and it was great though to get back skipping it's something that I'm really enjoying at the moment trying out new tricks, learning new things and pushing myself when I skip. I try and skip every session before Taekwondo. And so, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that exercise isn't always easy, as most of you will know, and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, um, not just mentally but also physically, can be good for you. 
even if in that moment it's painful. <laughs> Moving on to Friday, and I've just realized that this is the first point I've wrote down for Friday, and I don't know what the reaction I will get will be. I want to work on Christmas Day. I would really like this year to be alone on Christmas Day and to do some work. Maybe not work as heavy as normal, but I just want to do some work. Um, just work for the day, because the way I see it, whether you work today or you don't work, your goal will still be there. But if you don't work for one whole day, then that means you're kind of delaying your goal by one whole day. And I really want my goal. Like, I, I really, I really want to go to New York. I really want to live in New York. And I really want to improve my life and travel and all of the other little bits that come with growing as a person and growing a business and all of that. And so having Christmas, having Christmas Day off and not working on Christmas Day, I've spoke to my friends about this and I've been told, why would you want to do that? And I've tried to explain it to them, but they don't see the point. But the reason I want to do it is because I also know that barely anyone will be working on Christmas Day. And because of this, it means I will technically gain a competitive advantage. But also, it means I will gain one step closer and have one more day closer to the person that I want to be. Because it's great to compete with other people, but you also need to realize that you're competing with yourself. Competing in your head against the bad thoughts and the demons that are locked inside in a wardrobe or cabinet or whatever. You're always competing with yourself and self-doubt and depression and anxiety and nervousness. And it's the way that you tackle it that has an impact. You can sit around and let anxiety, depression, self-doubt, all of these horrible and quite, well, horrible, nasty, and the horrible and nasty emotions and the barriers that it's putting up. Or you can knock down those barriers and tell yourself that you you can do it. Tell yourself that actually I'm not going to let self-doubt or any other emotions stop me from getting that one step closer to my goal today. And so hopefully I'm going to be working on Christmas Day. And you may not fully understand, and that's okay. I'm very motivated to work and I'm very career motivated. Some people 
some people prefer to spend the days the the days of Christmas and New Year with their family. Me, I will probably spend one day with my family over the Christmas period. Um, but that will probably be from probably about 11am till about 5pm. And then I'll come back home and probably do a bit of work and go back to bed and start again the next day. But that's okay with me. I think everyone needs to find their balance between family and work because some people are family orientated, other people are career and work orientated. And finding your balance is quite nice and making the people around you understand your balance can also help. Because if you're career orientated, but you're always your family don't understand and you always have them nagging you to go around and it will just add to the anxiety and the guilt and all the rest of the negative emotions that all of us have because having a positive attitude requires work but not once do you need to work to get a negative attitude negativity is always there whereas positivity it requires you to work on it Okay, moving on to the next point. I had a down week. And by this I mean, for a few days this week, I think it was about two to three days, I've lacked motivation, struggled to see my vision, and wondered about who I am and asking myself, Am I doing the right things? Am I am I on the right path? Or also, am I ever going to make it? Self-doubt t- took over my mind. And sometimes you just need something to help you realise what you're actually doing and why you're actually doing it. And, and so for me, I've been thinking about this and whenever, whenever I'm not feeling motivated, I often will watch or listen to motivational videos, um, from people like Les Brown or Eric Thomas and I'll listen, I'll listen to the things that they've gone through um and use that to try and drive me through what i know will only be a short period of negativity but sometimes in that short period it feels like it's going on forever and you feel like you're never going to be able to get back up and i realized in the past two days that the solution to this is for me anyways a solution that I find helps me get motivated which it's going to seem a bit silly 
but it helps me to get motivated is to do the exact opposite. Often I work through it and my workload does decrease, but I get something done. But some days, it doesn't happen often, but some days I might spend the whole day just watching TV, not watching TV, playing Xbox, not really doing anything productive because I know that at the end of that day, I will feel so bad because I haven't done any work. It will boost my hunger and my drive into overdrive. And so it may sound silly, but maybe the next time that you're having a down week where you're not feeling yourself and when you're having a lot of self-doubt, maybe you need to kickstart your hunger and your drive. I've told you what I do. I've told you my solutions. You can try those. And if they don't work, I'm sure you will find your own solution. Moving on to Saturday. Saturday the 10th, also known as yesterday. Saturday the 10th of November. Patience. Enjoying where you are at this current moment. And just waiting. Understanding that you may have a goal, but it will take a lot of self-doubt and a lot of pushing through it and it may even take 10, maybe even 20 years. But being patient and understanding that what you're doing, you are on the right path and understanding that you can do it. People say patience is a virtue and I completely believe that. You need to be patient. Nothing ever comes fast. It's For example, if you have lost your keys and you really need your keys and the more you think about it, the further away it gets from where you left them. Be patient. And I'm sure you've all realized that you might even be trying to find something for a friend and you forgot where you put it. And then a few days later, you realize it was exactly where you left it, but you couldn't think about where you left it. We've all been through these types of, type of situations. And so just remember, be patient. It will come in time. Saturday evening, I went to the 24, I went to one of the 24-hour zones that the university has. Um, one that's just next door to my place um, and my student accommodation. And I, I went there and I 
updated my profile pictures from my social media channels um, and I sent off my application to Google. For those of you that didn't listen to last week's podcast, I am applying for Google for an internship. I want to see how the big company runs, get ideas for my own business, um, and just understand how they how they run things in such a, a big global organization. And I want to see what they do to motivate their employees. Some of the things that they offer, such as having slides all over the place, table tennis, basketball, pods all over the place, things like that that put a smile on employees' faces. And also I want the experience and um, the knowledge and to learn from Google, etc. All the normal stuff. Fingers crossed I get it, I'll keep you guys posted. And today, Remembrance Sunday, Veterans Day in the USA, the 11th of the 11th, 2018. Some of the thoughts I've had so far today, am I focusing on plan B too much? This came to me after watching a motivational video this morning and the person that was talking on the video was saying that you don't need a plan B. If you if you have a plan B, sometimes it can move your focus. So that instead of po- instead of focusing on plan A, which is your goals and where you want to be in your dreams, having a plan B can often make you not work as hard. And something I've been doing at the moment is questioning whether what what am I going to do if what am I going to do if I don't make it? I could end up homeless. I could I could end up with nothing. But then I suppose having a degree which I'm currently currently questioning but having a degree um having work experience um all of that sort of stuff can can help and so i could do really with shifting my focus from plan b back to plan a because i don't really need a plan b Now, I have three more points in my diary, which are all going to be quite quick and snappy points. Later on today, I'm going to be looking for accommodation in Spain because my forms, I have now received them for January till about June time. I'm going to be in Madrid in Spain. And and so I'm starting to look for accommodation and I'm hopefully going to find one accommodation that I really want to live in. And so that's what I'm going to be doing for the rest of today. Also working on thumbnails for this podcast, which I've been meaning to do for probably too long. Hopefully I will have them up by next week's podcast. And finally, the future of this podcast.
friend of mine called David Calvert, again, I will tag below. Um, he was speaking to me and he said, in my podcast, maybe I could have more guests. And so that's something I'm going to work on. If it's not on this podcast, it will be on the next series of podcasts, um, which I'm thinking about changing instead of having it chapter one, chapter two, etc. I'm thinking about having it episode one and then have like the seasons as 25 episodes each and maybe calling them the chapters because it's a chapter through my life. This is the business startup chapter. I'm not sure, but that's where my head's at. If any of you guys have any thoughts, I would really appreciate it. Um, have any thoughts on the future of this podcast, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy as much, any ideas on improving it. I would really value that. And to finish off this podcast, thank you all for listening. Last week, I got what I believe is one of the best turnouts on my podcast. Recently on my podcast episodes, I've had people trying to sell me SoundCloud listens, which I don't, I don't want. I don't want more SoundCloud listens. I just want to be a value to people. Last week, I think I got 15 on episode 21. So thank you all. My name is Gareth Rafferty. Have an amazing rest of your day. And I hope over the next week that you overcome the barriers in your life and start working towards who you want to be or furthering and getting closer to who you want to be. My name is Gareth Rafferty. This is episode 22. Thank you all for listening.